escuchas ese rugido, sientes la experiencia de poder, la emoción de la libertad. Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera. Pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Good afternoon. Welcome to Join News today. Coming up this afternoon, uh, rapid gunfire in the middle of a busy road. Ablekuma residents say they have been left traumatized after an attack on a cash in transit vehicle resulted in the death of a policeman. Also this afternoon, the Association of Ghana Industries is against the removal of taxes on imported sanitary parts, but activists want taxes of whether imported or locally made. Meanwhile, Speaker of Parliament is demanding an immediate removal of taxes on sanitary part. We're coming to you live from our studios in Kokomleni. We're on DTT because we're free to on DSTV channel 421 and Go TV channel 125. Join News is your home of independent, fearless and credible journalism. Please stay for details. Why should we pass a law imposing tax on sanitary parts. This is unconscionable. Residents of Ablekuma in Accra say they have been left traumatized after they witnessed the killing of a policeman escorting a cash in transit vehicle. They say the successive gunfire by one of the uh, armed robbers in the middle of the busy road has left them terrified for life. My colleague Maxwell Agbagba visited the area this morning. He joins us live uh, with updates. Hello, Maxwell. What uh, what's the latest on this case? Aisha, um, in the last one hour, um, residents of Ablikuma Farmbrook, where the incident happened, have been pointing to some bullet holes on shops just some meters away from where I am standing. Now, the residents tell us that... Um, 
the armed men after robbing um, the cash-in transit vehicle at the fuel station. Uh, one of the men stood right here in the median strip where I am standing with um, a gun in one hand started firing um, indiscriminately. They tell me that uh, he started firing because he wanted to ward off um, residents, some of them who were in their shops um, right on the shoulders of the road, who had seen what was happening just about 70 meters away, right across um, the street. Um, a man who works uh, in one of the shops here tells me that he was inside and then saw what was happening. Initially, he thought um, they were filming a movie, um, so he actually stood and was watching them. But just when one of the men crossed the road, getting the road cleared um, for his um, colleagues to join him, he stood here, right here in the median strip, and at a point, pointed the gun in his direction. The man I've been speaking to tells me that that was the point he realized that no, the men were not filming a movie, they were not recording a movie, they were not shooting a movie, but um, were actually um, robbing the field station um, just some meters away from where I'm standing. We have seen those um, bullet holes. One of, the bullet, one of the bullets actually penetrated an ice chest and then penetrated um, a shop here and then entered um, another shop. Five bullet holes we've counted in total um, from this place. And the residents tell me that the man was firing indiscriminately. He was not firing in the air. He was firing across in all directions. I have one of the residents here who will tell me what he witnessed. We're not going to show his face um, for security reasons. But you're saying. If let me John Amankwa. We say who said na omu shoot be brave. We say. Okay. The firing uh, was not in the air. He said it wasn't a warning shot. He pointed in the other direction. So at that point, um, all the vehicles using the stretch had to stop. inside sunu I say more money, no, because to know a Koran, into the Bia, Nipperubian, or Nasa, Tuno, or Tuare, Efaho. And he one would see everyone was here, what he has said, Nipabu, and your book as a Mrs. Yomusro. I was a woman by name Promutu. In TS, Ansua, Ubuhunkakra, same Promutu, and I didn't buy. In TS, Ansua, Oh, Sana Mimagin.
Well, I shall tell, um, you just had one of the um, residents here giving us an account of exactly what happened, all that have been narrated in English. He corroborated um, that in true, um, telling us about um, the situation here. Many of the people we've been speaking to tell us that they are terrified about the situation and um, they want the police to do all they can to arrest perpetrators. They say they are particularly surprised about the brazen manner in which um, the robbers went about um, um, having committed uh, the act. They say the gentleman, um, he, one of them who stood here in the main strip was not wearing a mask and they were shocked how you know, he was just firing without any um, regards to the vehicles uh, that were using this stretch. Many of them that are parked at a distance and then the sellers up here. Over to you in the studio, Aisha. Man, um, at the uh, Likuma area where this incident happened yesterday. Meanwhile, the Ghana Police Service says it has started a search for a gang of four robbers who attacked a bullion van at Likuma Fan Milky Suburb of Accra. The robbers, according to the police, shot the officer who was providing escort for the van. Away from that, residents of Peace Town near Kaswa are threatening to boycott the 2024 elections as they say the lack of action by city authorities is the cause of the perennial flooding of the community. Torrential rains in the area Wednesday evening cut off the community from the capital and other adjoining communities. Matula Agbaba once again reports. Sounds of gushing water at the cutoff point here. This is the main road that connects Peace Town to the hospital and other adjoining communities. But these men who you see here did not go to work today. Some of them who are taxi drivers here in this community are unable to cross to the other side. Behind me is a stream that overflowed in banks and displaced many from their homes. Many of the residents here have been forced out of their homes by the flood water. The brave ones were compelled to move door to door, rescuing persons who were trapped. At Joseph Kwame Nyakum, he helped to rescue some of the affected persons. He said that for their timely intervention, 10 children would have died in the flood. Well, I was inside and I saw people shouting, screaming and saying, oh, let me come out. Even me, I was to go and buy something and I was okay. I saw them screaming and I said, Oh wow. Then I, I went there to help them and I saw people going coming up from their houses and they want to rescue people. So we gathered boys and also helped to rescue some of the kids, like ten kids. And okay. saying doing that rescuing and we saw a certain woman and the two two kids uh, drowning, like coming com, coming from uh, they are they are in the water coming. So today I heard the that they, they were rescued at this place so i say okay then fine but people were calling me how, how was it how was it i was thinking maybe the the, the water sent them away but today i had that had that uh, yeah they are fine so hundreds of residents are not willing to risk it through this flat water many of them who have no choice are compelled to wade through it 
I've been speaking to a man who had to carry his sick son behind him to the hospital. He says the road to his residence is impassable and he couldn't wait for the water to subside before taking his son to the hospital. Okay, this is your child? My child. He's sick? He's sick. Okay, so t t tell us a bit about that. Uh, because I went on uh, this morning before you are going, here before, mm. before I carry go, I go there and say, body doesn't feel well. Mm. Well, the child coming, so my son is sick, so that's why I go to him. Okay, mm. but you didn't get any car to get him to cross? No, 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 no car. Mm. Uh, no car. So that's why you had to yeah, carry him? Yeah, I carry him before. Okay. Mm. All the taxi drivers in this community who ply these roads to Pistan and its adjoining communities are idle today. There's no work to be done. I've been speaking to Seth Obain, who is one of them. He's frustrated about the situation. Yeah, yeah but uh, this is where we live for some time now. But yesterday, what happened was terrible, you know, and we couldn't even... To cross the river self is not easy for us. Yesterday around 9 p.m. it was terrible. People were coming from work and they couldn't pass problem like yesterday. So we want our MP to come to the area and to come and visit us. Since this problem happened, we haven't seen the MP around, especially the M uh, uh, MC. Even if we don't know him, he has to come and I mean uh, 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 take care of the situation so that we know that we have elders uh, uh, somewhere. But there's nothing of sort going on. So please, we are pleading to the authority to come and visit us to solve the problem. Many of the residents here believe the flooding here persists because of the inaction of city authorities. They are threatening to boycott the 2024 elections. I've been speaking to one of them, Azumi Mahama. <laughs> She says, look at how we have been displaced by the flood. When elections are getting closer, you see politicians trooping here. They should never step here in search of votes. Our children are not able to cross the school. If you are not strong, the water will sweep you away. Our MP does not do anything for us. He shouldn't step in, an angry Azumi Mahama said with tears in her eyes. Speaker of Parliament Alban Bagwin has directed Finance Minister Ken Oforieta and his colleague Minister Francis Asensobuache to appear before the House and brief MPs on the preparedness to prevent floods with the onset of the rains. Minority Chief Rip Governs Kwame Agboja delivered a statement on the floor calling for agent action. Out of the, the downpour yesterday, um, areas specifically Botiano, English, Amalfrom constituency, which belongs to one of our colleagues, got heavily uh, flooded, Mr. Speaker, and as a result, the news reports suggest that uh, a lady and two of his, uh, her kids are currently missing since yesterday. Uh, I take the opportunity to commend the uh, agencies still working to hopefully find them alive. Uh, we are also aware that some people are injured and uh, lots of properties have been uh, damaged. Mr. Speaker, uh, we want to take the opportunity to commiserate with our colleague, Honorable Sly Tete, who is a member of parliament from that area. I suspect he's within the area now trying to do whatever he can do as a member of parliament to help his uh, people. 
Escuchas ese rugido Sientes la experiencia de poder La emoción de la libertad Ya estás preparado Para vivir tu nueva aventura Nueva Ram 1500 Hecha para vivir Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC Because the Speaker Alban Bagman has been firing salvos at government demanding an immediate removal of taxes on sanitary parts. There's been a rise in calls on the government to remove the taxes with protesters picketing Parliament and making similar demands. We had a group picketing outside and I invited the leadership and the issue they raised was a very serious issue. My attention was drawn to it already. Why should we, as members, honorable member, why should we pass a law imposing tax 
on cemetery paths. This is unconscionable. It's a cardinal sin. The house shouldn't have allowed it at all. This house shouldn't have allowed it. You know the impact of that law on the human resource development and on the development of this country is immeasurable. That is why I suspended sitting and had to attend to them. I have a copy of the petition. I'm going to take immediate action to prevent whoever is the minister proposing that thing to take it off. The next budget, it might not appear. It cannot be a tax. Please, I take a very serious view on this matter. It was even raised at a forum in Tamale. Why? Well, the Association of Ghana Industries is against the removal of taxes on imported sanitary pads. According to the AGI, eliminating taxes on imported sanitary pads would either collapse the remaining factories or force them to transition into mere importers. In a signed statement, the chief executive officer of the AGI argued that waivers to imports, the government should provide the necessary incentives and support to enable local companies to meet domestic demand. We understand our methods. We, have, we also have women, we have wives, we have children, we have, we have daughters, and, and we have mothers. So we really sympathize with, with them. We are not in any way against the agitation that people are making. We actually support the call for lower pricing of, of, of sanitary parts so that the women folks can have access to it. Um, except that we thought that they probably could have joined us in this advocacy, or we should also join them in this advocacy, but take it on a slightly different route. I think the only difference we are seeing here is the fact that we have local producers of sanitary parts. Okay, we have people who have invested in this and they are employing our own women, they are employing Kenya, they are employing our own women. Now, if we say that you want to remove taxes, we are not saying no to that. But we think that we can achieve the same objective, and the objective is clear. Get the sanitary parts at lower prices so our women can buy it. That objective, we support it. But how do you get there? How do you get the prices lowered? There are two sources of these products on the market, local production and then imported. They are being a bit general and say remove taxes. We are only saying that if you want to remove taxes, then target local production, the tax on local production. When the local producer brings the wood pulp, which is the raw material for producing the sanitary parts, they pay duty on it. They pay VAT. So if you pay all these taxes, it makes the local production cost also quite high. That one of the major companies, for example, produces below... Uh, up to just about 30% of their capacity now because of the market conditions. So if you ask them to increase production and you create conditions for them to do so, they can double or triple production within the shortest possible time.
Well, activist Ama Prad has joined us live. She was part of those who picketed for the uh, waiver to be on import of uh, parts. She joins us live for more. Ama, so the AGI says that uh, um, given a waiver to uh, imported parts would cripple local manufacturers. And they say that instead of that, government should rather uh, give incentives to the local uh, manufacturers to actually achieve the same cause. You agree? Hello, Ama. Hello. Yes, Ama. Can you hear me? Hello. Yes, I can. Okay. So the AGI is arguing that rather uh, than government giving uh, those waivers to the past that will be imported, that those waivers should be given to the local manufacturers of parts so that we can achieve the same course. You agree? Um, I mean, it, it is a problematic stance to take. You know, it's a very problematic stance to take because in the meantime, while we wait for this to happen, are we saying that Ghanaian women cease to menstruate? you know, um, as we wait for the big policy changes and the big things to happen. No, Ghanaian women continue to menstruate every day, every day. And I agree that there are conversations that we need to have, like big conversations that we need to have, you know, um, as a people, you know, policy dimension, you know, um, the big ideological conversation, uh, socialism or capitalism, you know. So, 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 yes, there are conversations to be had. Should we have policies centered around people or should people sort of maneuver and contort themselves in a way that favors the policies that we have? I say people first. I say people are the center of the policies that we make. I say let's take care of our vulnerable. And in, in, in this instance, let's take care of our women and our girls first. So how about all of us agreeing that we take the taxes off right now so women can menstruate with dignity? And then as we progress, we can have the big conversations about, you know, um, where to reduce taxes, where to subsidize, and, and, and all of these laudable things. And I agree with him, you know, on a lot of the things that he says. But those are long-term, you know, conversations that need to be had. We are talking about right now. That girl somewhere that cannot go to school because when she menstruates, she doesn't know how to manage herself. That's the conversation we are having. Mm. But, but you also agree that those waivers, because he says there's already a waiver on the, ta uh, the, the parts that are being imported into the country, plus other products, which they're already battling with. So you actually agree that local manufacturers will struggle if we continue to give them the waivers? I mean, every industry could do with tax waivers, No. Every industry could do with tax waivers. Every industry could do with subsidies. All of us, you know, um, 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 in private business would, would, would jump for joy if, if this should happen. Globally, and I even refuse to situate this conversation just here in Ghana. Globally, you know, just for the avoidance of doubt. Just so that you are not accused of wanting to make capital or whatever. Let, let's all agree that globally the world is suffering, right? Let's agree that globally big conversations need to be had. Again, I'm back to this thing about policies and why it's important to center policies with people at the heart of these policies. So yes, definitely, I agree that industry, local industry would benefit 
from tax waivers, would benefit from subsidies, would benefit from all of the government interventions that are necessary to draw our local economies. And that's just not about sanitary parts and, 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 and that sector. So to that extent, I agree with him. But to the extent that right now, today, as we speak, the taxes that have been imposed within the last six months make it virtually impossible for women and girls in this country to menstruate with dignity, then, I mean, we are not having the same conversation. Let us agree as a people on what's important. Menstruation goes to the heart of our reproduction, the continuity of humanity. So let's agree on some basics. Let's agree that this one fits. Then we can So that's Ama Pratt. She's executive director of Obesi Summit. She's one of the people who picketed at parliament to uh, call on uh, parliament to impress upon government to reduce those taxes on imported uh, sanitary parts. And on your election headquarters, the governing NPP has less than 48 hours to close its nominations for the flag bearer race with nine candidates filing nominations so far, including Vice President Dr. Mahmoud Baumia, Alan Sherman Singh, and Dr. Friyako. So the party is expected to close nominations tomorrow, but two more aspirants, Joe Gatti and Opon Odenehu, are yet to file their nominations. The latest to successfully enter into the race is former MP for Mampong, France. We can go live and speak with my colleague Samuel Mbora for details. Samuel, can you run us through those who have filed their nominations so far? Right, Aisha, we have now, as you indicated, first was the former Trace and Industry Minister, Kojo Alan Chamantin, followed by Dr. Um, Dr. Mahmoud Baumia, the Vice President, um, the third being Dr. Efriya Koto, the former uh, Agric Minister. We also had the former uh, Energy Minister, Dr. Bwach, uh, Mr. Bache Jaku. Uh, Professor uh, Kofi Konedu Apreko also has filed his nomination successfully. Uh, we had um, former General Secretary of the party, Kobina Ejapon, also filing his nomination. Kennedy Ejapon, the Assist Central MP, has also successfully filed his nomination. And uh, Kojo Poku also had his turn to file his nomination. The latest to file, as you indicated earlier, is the former MP for Mampong, uh, Mr. Adai Nimo. Two are still outstanding. Um, Joe Gatti, whom we know is the uh, former minister. Escuchas ese rugido? Sientes la experiencia de poder? La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. For railway development and one Opoku, Opon, Odeneho, I'm told he worked at the presidency uh, in the transport uh, department. So uh, the two are outstanding and the MPP is expected to close nominations uh, tomorrow. But I'm fortunate to have the director of elections, 
uh, Mr. Evans Nimako joining me for this um, conversation. Thank you very much for joining us on uh, Joy News, Mr. Nimako. Uh, how would you describe the process so far? Thank you, and my pleasure. Uh, so far, uh, the new patriotic party is pleased with the processes so far since nomination was opened uh, last month, 26. Hopefully tomorrow, uh, nomination will be closed. Uh, as you've already indicated, we are expecting that the remaining two gentlemen uh, who have been bold to pick up nomination forms will file aside. And then the Okoye committee will invite them from next month to sex for voting. So um, have you had any indication that they will really come to file or maybe there are some conversations back door to uh, just end it from here? Well, I'm not aware of any conversation behind the scenes. All that I'm aware of is that tomorrow the nomination will come to an end. Uh, we are hoping that all those who pick nomination forms, apart from the nine, the remaining two, will also be able to submit their, their nomination forms. Is there any indication of um, a possible extension of um, the closing date for the nominations? Uh, it, it doesn't lie in anybody's mouth, but the National Council and National Executive Committee, as of now, there isn't going to be any meeting uh, either today or tomorrow morning to decide for an extension. So, hopefully, the nomination will end. And you, if you look at our constitution, it's the play that nomination will be done within a month. And uh, uh, that, that is what we are going by. You remember not too long ago, the General Secretary issued a statement, and that has to do with the postponement of the vetting. So in terms of opening and closing of nomination, there hasn't been any arrangement to extend. So we are going by the tomorrow's deadline, and we'll go by it. All right, so I know all the aspirants who have appeared before you have been given some guidelines. What were the guidelines so far as their con uh, campaigns are concerned? Well, uh, they, 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 they were to be guided by the rules and regulations in the nomination forms they procure, as well as the party's constitution and the national constitution. I mean, those that are things they've put down for us, they must satisfy the committee with their information concerning their CVs, their places of work, uh, schools attended, and their vision and mission for Ghana. And they must also show, as long as they want the party to sponsor them into the election 2024, their contributions to the party. So these are areas that they were expected to. Uh, operate within. Uh, that is why you realize that at the close of every session, they are given a copy of the party's constitution to guide them, even ahead of the vetting. We hope that uh, these are senior party members, they will comport themselves in a manner that will not infringe upon the party's constitution. So, uh, so far, I'll say that uh, the Okwe committee is yet to set and, and, and set the rules of engagement uh, when they appear before them during the vetting, uh, the discussion will take the, the necessary uh, steps it has to. Are you saying that the elections committee of the party so far uh, is um, satisfied with the conduct of the aspirants so far? The committee has not issued any statement to that effect. Uh, the committee is yet to set uh, interrogation as to the conduct of the candidate will be done during the vetting period. And so for now, uh, let us not preempt so much. Uh, we are hoping that as uh, uh, loyal party members who have gathered the courage
to procure party forms, participate in the contest, which is going to be fair, free, and transparent. At the end of the exercise, we are going to come together uh, under the new patriotic party elephant to prosecute the election 2024. And hopefully, the new patriotic party presidential candidate is going to be the next president after His Excellency right, Mr. Nimako, before I let you go, how are you able to manage this uh, election process with what is currently happening at... We're still live on Joy News today, and we're coming to you live from our studios in Kokom, namely on the final first street. Let's take a break. When we return, there's business. Free debit card, save what you spend, and an amazing chance to double your salary. A whole seven, and even more consolation rewards in the EcoBank Double Salary Promo Reloaded. Vimwo, this EcoBank Salary Account sounds interesting. What do you think? Ayara, uh, uh, but maybe next time, Charlie. You know what? I do go shine my shoe. Hey, yo, myself, I do go check my BP. Open an EcoBank salary account today for a lifetime of benefits. You also stand a chance to win more than double your salary in the EcoBank Double Salary Promo Reloaded from now till July 31st. Terms and conditions apply. Under the supervision of the National Lottery Authority, under the Caritas Lottery Platform. For relief from cough, sore throat, and throat irritation. New honey cough. Class Coho away. Manufactured and distributed by NS Chemist Limited. This advert is FDA approved. Good afternoon, one more come to the business segment on Join News Today with me, Pius Kojobaka. About 3,000 business owners have received training on how to augment their business outlook using social media tools as well as good customer experience knowledge through MTN Ghana's um, 21 Days Yellow Care. Here is more. In line with this year's theme, empowering entrepreneurs to unlock growth and job creation for communities, 
MTN organized an exhibition and training session for some startups to climax the initiative. Speaking to Joy Business, Chief Corporate Service and Sustainability Officer at MTN, Ajoa Efriye Riafi says their target has been met. We plan to reach 3,000 people and we have reached 3,000 people all across the country. So women, youth, uh, differently abled, 3,000 of them, local artisans, grassroots entrepreneurs. That was, that's the whole purpose of Yellow Care, to reach out to those who are underprivileged, who do not have access um, to the internet or to social media to let them know how they can access social media and how they can use that or leverage on that to build their businesses to scale up to move their businesses to the next next level so that was the purpose and we think that we have achieved that she assured that her outfit will continuously monitor the progress of beneficiaries to maximize the gains of the program after this we'll follow up uh, with some of them to see how well they are doing we want to learn some lessons from what we've done and to keep improving upon the program and to use uh, um, the lessons we learn uh, for next year. We also have an enterprise support program which is aimed at supporting you know, local businesses to be able to grow their businesses. So we started this year. It's uh, going to run for a period of five years. We are going to work with 100 uh, local entrepreneurs, grassroots entrepreneurs, and then help them to develop their products and to market their products. Some of the beneficiaries have been speaking to our news team. A lot of networking and a bit of sales. And then the MCM people too, they are training us a lot on marketing, packaging and all that. So I will be able to market our products very well, um, especially on social media. We are really learning a lot, so um, I want to say thank you to MTN. Thank you so much for giving us this opportunity. Someone just came to us and was even talking about um, wanting to know more and if there are any investment opportunities. So it is a great platform for me as a budding entrepreneur. MTN Yellow Care Program is an employee volunteerism initiative designed to engage the staff in high-impact social projects within their communities. Now, the Institute of ICT Professionals Ghana is calling for more dialogue to bridge the gap between academia and industry. The Institute says information technology can be leveraged to explore various opportunities for young entrepreneurs. Chief Director David Gu said adopting innovative entrepreneurship programs will increase employment. He spoke at the third edition of the Tech Entrepreneurs Forum. The forum was organized by the Institute of ICT Professionals Ghana in collaboration with the Air Force Foundation and other supporting partners. According to David Guru, more engagement is needed to help these young entrepreneurs. We're happy to have the third Tech Entrepreneurs Forum, a forum that is designed to bring together small startups or startups that are in the tech space, give them a platform so they can showcase some of the innovative applications that they've developed and how these applications can help businesses. So the first Tech Entrepreneurs Forum that we started 2019 and then we had a break because of COVID and then we came back 2022, we had a second Tech Entrepreneurs Forum and we are really excited about today's um, event. Project Manager at Force Foundation Hannah Schleman was optimistic these young entrepreneurs within the tech space would aid in the transformation of the economy. We facilitate the collaboration and the contact between the young students and graduates who have gone through the DigiCup program and have become junior consultants. So they consult 
through small businesses in their digitalization processes. So we facilitate that contact between the young ones and then the um, companies, the industry, the employers, basically. Executive Director for the National Service Scheme, Osei Asibenchi, outlined some initiatives his outfit is rolling out to support these young entrepreneurs. National Service now is creating the pathway in the area of ICT. First, we're only deploying people to go to other places, but now we deploy people to hubs where those that they've learned, especially in the area of ICT, we deploy them, get consultants to reshape them for them to be able to create jobs on their own. And that's all for business on Join News today with me, Pios Kojo Bakadarokwa will be here at 1 p.m. with the Marketplace Sports is next. young woman in Ghana is going to be empowered enough to be the light and the heart of our society. I am committed to ensuring that these NGOs are supporting government's efforts and not the opposite. We have developed a very effective cycle of admitting and rehabilitating young women in need. And I want to be your sister. I don't just want to be the program. I want to be your sister. Get her ready. You're saved and you're brought here to make something of yourself. Only rule is that you stay as good girls. Our investigation still focuses on organizations with a seemingly clean sheet. You will fail. You know why? Because I need to lose. with a new twist, new recipes, new style, new delicious plates, and new critics. This is Big Chef Tertiary. It's a battle of Ghana's tertiary schools with the best chefs with the sharpest knife. Make a date Sunday, 25th of June, 2023 at 5pm as we outdoor the schools representing your region at the launch of the mating edition of Big Chef Tertiary. Escuchas ese rugido, sientes la experiencia de poder, la emoción de la libertad. Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Let's do sports now. On joining you today with me, Muftar Nabila Adla, head coach of the Black Matthias, Ibrahim Tanko says 
the ultimate goal of his team is to qualify to the Olympic Games to be staged in Paris next year. Speaking to the Ghana Football Association media ahead of his uh, team's opening game uh, in the under-20 African Cup of Nations against Congo, Tanko reckons his boys will have a good start to the campaign. We have a very good uh, training camp with uh, two games and winning one and drew one. So I think uh, the team is in good shape. Improve very well. I mean, if you know, we play with a different set and like against Egypt because we want to give everyone a chance to show what he can do in the tournament. And honestly, I'm very, very happy with the second team as well. So with this team, I think we can form a very good side for the tournament in our first game. And we are here with 26 players. Definitely, we have to give everyone a chance to show uh, what he can do at the tournament. And and as I said, and all of them show that if we give them a chance, they can help us at the tournament. So it's a very good thing for the team. Uh, well, for now, I understand that uh, we are going to have an Esnioma, um, but the rest cannot join us. And so we only have to concentrate on those who are here. And Enes, we knew him already. He played with us uh, the last game. So definitely he's coming to join his colleagues. He will I mean, it will give us more uh, quality on the pitch. So we are happy that he will join us. Yeah, well, I mean, in the first place, they are not with us when we play the qualify. So we wanted them because we think they have quality that they can support us. But since they are not here, I think we will concentrate with those who we play uh, the qualifiers with. We are 100% we sure that the quality is enough uh, for this tournament. So. Let's hope that uh, we will have uh, this squad I mean, fit for the first game against Congo. No, I mean, for now, he's not joining because the team didn't allow him. As you know, it's not a FIFA date, so uh, we cannot force the team to release him. So for now, he's not coming. And we are looking forward uh, to those who are here that they can do the job for us. Today is a arrival team meeting, and the CAF people will come to uh, inspect the players and the technical team. And then after, we'll go for training at 5 p.m. And tomorrow, same. Yeah, and then we prepare for Sunday. And we hope that by Sunday, we are going to have a very good uh, starting 11 for the, I mean, for the nation. On Sunday, um, Ghanaian footballers will be honored for their contribution to the sport. The Minister of Youth and Sports, Mr. Fawusif, says that it is very important that uh, athletes are awarded for their contribution to the development of football in Ghana. In fact, the Ghana Football Award have done so well. Uh, I, I personally have been involved uh, in the last two years. I was there to support the organizers to uh, give the award and uh, this so because I think that uh, our footballers, both those of them who are here and those who are abroad, have to be motivated and the only way we can do so is to also recognize their performance just like the organizers are doing. So I want to congratulate the organizers for this uh, initiative, for putting up this uh, award together. Uh, even though I'm told that it's about five years old now, uh, that what uh, you've done so well. The ministry and the government is ready to support uh, uh, your your event going forward to ensure that at least whatever we can do, not only the award day, but before the award, we are able to do certain events that will promote and bring ideas together, even uh, like a football summit where we can share ideas and, uh, and be able to contribute our part to the development of the game we all love. 
it will be something that I'm looking, I'm looking forward to. I've had discussion with organizers and going forward, I'm going to be key partner to this award. The awards will be happening on Sunday and it will be live on the Joy Prime channel. This is our wrap-up sports here with me, Muftar Nabila Abdullah. Up next is Showbiz. now time to celebrate and honor their selflessness. It's a moment of recognition and giving these personalities the platform to expand their impact and promote development. They are the finalists of the Journeys Impact Makers Awards, who among our extraordinary 10 nominees will earn the envious title of the Journeys Impact Maker of the Year, Isaac Ajaoto, Richard Oko, Ellen White, or Jefferson Agbotro. Ahmadu Mohammed, Ilya Subaba, Isaka Anesi, Jajira Porsche, or Joy Okra. There are also Father Moses Awenonja and John Akaribo. Make a date with us at 6 p.m. on the 23rd of June 2023, live on your most authoritative and credible news portal, the Joy News Channel, for the live telecast and celebration of the Impact Makers of the Year. The Joy News Impact Makers Awards, celebrating ordinary people doing extraordinary things in their communities. Everyone has a story. And time now for the latest update in showbiz. My name is KMJ. Winner of the maiden edition of the Big Brother Titans, Kosi, has stated emphatically she will not make a decision of enhancing her part of body as a woman. Uh, she spoke called showbiz now and uh, she elaborated exactly the reason why she intended never to go on that tangent. Well, this part of my body, I think I can enhance it a bit to look some way. And right now, that I have a hundred thousand dollars. Why yes. not? Let me just kick it in. Do you have that intention? Honestly, I don't. I don't yet because, ah, uh, honestly, that's. I, I don't think I've ever thought about that about my money. When I think about my money, I'm thinking about Good Deeds, which is my charity organization, and okay. what I would like to do with it. At some point, I really wanted the entire money to just be donated to Good Deeds and see what we could do better. Oh, because uh, I really wanted. Because you know, right now we're helping. You know, with um extreme poverty yeah. so we try to assist there and there but what i really want to do is community development okay so bring sustainable development in communities across africa that is the goal so that's what 
that was my main um, idea when it comes to uh, the money. Like, I really wanted to be invested in the... I never thought about... You know, there will be a few people approaching me. I don't even have to pay for things like that. That's like, true. I've had companies in Turkey, you know, approaching yeah. me and stuff like that. But um, I'm all about health and fitness. So, I'd, I would never you know, um, encourage such, such a thing. And if I believe that you can go to the gym and fix a few things, then I should be a role model for it. Mm. So you don't blame those who intend or do that at all? No, 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 no. Uh, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I would never judge because um, people come across or face different circumstances. So um, it wouldn't be fair for me to judge. And with the growing concerns about women becoming their own enemies in the fight to empower each other, Kusi shared a stake on the issue by stating that women feel threatened by other women. The reality star asserted that even though some women believe in empowering others to be great, there's always a problem when the one woman that is empowered seems to be doing better than the one that empowered her. Here is what she said on Prime Morning. Mm, you know, yes. how, how do you look at that picture? Ah, you know, when it comes to women and uh, the type of behavior that, and it's the sad part is just, I don't know, it just comes natural, you know. I I, I don't know, I don't think maybe it takes a specific type of person or um, it makes you the ugliest person to be like that. Mm. But I think it's just a matter of unlearning the culture because it's so normal, it feels that we were born with it, you know. Women feel threatened by other women. And it, it, it's just so sad. And when people talk about women in parliament, because you don't even see the women who are um, preaching women in parliament being the one also uh, having issues in such areas, right? They would want to empower women, but they wouldn't want them to be better than them. And that's Kursi, the winner of Big Brother Titans, uh, who visited Ghana a couple of days ago. That will be your for showbiz here on the news. My name is KMJ. Stay tuned. viajes nacen en la carretera, pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC.